0: you bring it over in the offseason. You brought over Carta Wentz the year before, Philip Rivers the year before. When does it stop? And someone's getting fired this year in Indianapolis. Salutes. They're making Tom Brady break like three different tablets every year. This is not Teddy Bridgewater. This is not Trevor Simeon. This is not Paxton Lynch. This isn't Brock Osweiler. This is Russell freaking Wilson. don't no wall in here. There's no way out. no way this out. <laughs> What is going on, everybody? You are back here on Jake's Takes, of course, the podcast presented by Tunnel Vision Sports. As always, I'm Jake Serrano, back here with you guys to start your weekend off. Happy Saturday. Happy to be with everybody. For me, it is a Thursday night recording this lovely podcast. So... If I get some scores and things wrong, it's because it's a Thursday. And I usually do it on Friday to get the scores right because it's in season. But unfortunately, I do not have time on Friday. Uh, Or I do, but not enough. And I don't want to, you know, we got a team here and I don't want to back it up. But uh, excited to be back with you guys again. Um, It's me today. Next week, we'll have a guest on. And I'm also working on getting a preview. Uh, we got a little um, University of Arcadia trying to work them in, trying to get their preview for lacrosse. Uh, women's lacrosse coming up so i'm trying to work on that uh some some good stuff coming for you guys the next couple weeks i'm excited for it um today we're gonna talk some nfl uh we're gonna talk uh i mentioned some nhl nba mlb we know the world series i just did now honestly the uh the world series is going on as we know Phillies astros tied two to two uh, has been very swayed the past couple games. Uh, I believe the Phillies won 7-0 in game three. The Phillies came back and whooped them in game four. They're currently on as of Thursday playing game five. I believe it's tied one to one at the moment. It is 8.39 p.m. on Thursday, Eastern time. Uh, so I believe they're playing right now one to one. I'm here, so I'm not watching it. In the NHL, the Flyers, so, I mean, I'm, I'm a local guy, as we know, from New York, New Jersey, so I'm going to give you the local stuff. But uh, but you could be from anywhere. Uh, but the Flyers, I believe they lost their last four or five games, and they've been struggling pretty hard. Uh, but they, but everyone locally is pretty on top of it. Uh, I am a Rangers fan, but everyone, everyone in the NHL, or I should speak for my local teams, Devils are on top of their division. The Rangers are second. Islanders and Flyers aren't too far behind. I believe the Devils have seven wins. The Rangers have about six. Uh, and I want to say the Flyers and the and the and the Islanders have about the same as well, uh, but the Flyers, man, they've been struggling the past couple of weeks. So if you're a Philly fan, listen, you're riding the Eagles and the uh, Phillies right now. So don't know what to tell you. But uh, in other news, the NBA. If you're keeping up with the NBA, i would like to talk more about the NBA. Season's you know underway as we know. Um, but the Knicks. I'm a Knicks fan. Unfortunately, three and four. Nothing to be really be happy about there. If you're a Nets fan, I'm so sorry. You're two and six and Kyrie Irvin has been suspended for five games because he refused to apologize after the video he sent out. That was um, kind of glaring to everybody and he refused to apologize. He is now suspended for five games. Um, I don't want to get any more into that, but he was, uh, he has been suspended. He did not apologize. refused to apologize to the media. All this stuff came out. Um, so he's out for five games, potentially more. So, the Nets, they're down. And the 76ers, they won three games in a row, but they lost recently to, I believe it was the Wizards again. Uh, they're four and five. So your local team's up and down. Uh, and I, I want to say, if we're going to go big national, the Lakers are two and five, and they came off to a brutal start to the season. Absolutely brutal. Um, LeBron James says, I don't think he's ever seen like anything like that in his career, at least in, uh, I believe in, since his rookie career or rookie season or way back then when he was with the Cavs. Um, not the Cavs, excuse me, the the Heat, but, like, absolutely bad. I have a lot of stuff lined up. Why don't I read the script that I wrote down? You know, keep me in line so I don't blabble. Uh, so today we're gonna talk about the trade deadline for the NFL. Ten trade deals went out. Uh, the deadline was insane. So we're gonna talk about those deals, what happened, and, uh, not all of them. We'll talk about the important ones that I thought were... We're interesting. Uh, We'll talk about the injury news, things that happened. We already know Kyrie Irvin suspended for five games. Not good if you're a Nets fan or the Nets organization. Um, We'll talk about all the deals, injuries being done in the NFL. Uh, I'll give you my game previews for this week for the NFL. Uh, Standings read as always. Last thoughts. We all know that. Uh, Excited to talk about some things there. We won't release that yet. But uh, let's get this thing rocking and rolling. I'm excited to be back. Excited to be with you guys. I mean, let's go i got to stop saying, um, but it's okay. Let's rock and roll. Here we go. So the trade deadline this week for the NFL, 4 p.m. on Tuesday. It was a crazy week, as I mentioned, with 10 trades going out before the trade deadline. Uh, Roquan Smith traded to the Baltimore Ravens from the uh, the Chicago Bears for a second-round pick and uh, some change. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, the tight end, going to the Vikings in interdivisional trade for a second and a third. That one's really interesting. Excited to talk about that one. Bradley Chubb goes to Miami for Chase Edmonds and a first. A couple other things there. Uh, Chase Claypool goes to the Bears for a second rounder. The Packers offered a second rounder as well. Rumor is that the Steelers thought the Bears pick had more value, meaning that they thought the Bears were going to have a worse season, so they took the Bears pick. Should be interesting. I'm going to mention that. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, William Jackson III goes from the uh, Washington to the Steelers for a sixth round pick. Jeff Wilson after Christian McCaffrey has just joined the squad. Jeff Wilson has now traded. Remember, Elijah Mitchell's still back there. He's recovering from injury. Jeff Wilson now gets traded. He gets traded to Miami for a fifth-round pick. Calvin Ridley, remember he is suspended this season, but he's huge of value. He goes to the Jaguars for nothing for a fourth and a fifth. The Falcons get Rashard Fenton from the Chiefs, adding that cornerback depth. A guy who kind of fell down the roster, a veteran, and because of the rookies, because they've been playing so strong for the Chiefs. Colts and Bills swapped running backs and a few other things, but Zach Moss and Naheen Hines, they switched teams, and now I would like to talk about these trades. Um, So Roquan Smith going to the Baltimore. I mean, he was upset. First of all, he was very upset after Robert Quinn was traded to the Eagles. Clearly, you could see that in his, uh, his press conferences, interviews. Uh, so now he gets a fresh start. And, 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 and last year, he, he, he expressed his willingness to leave. You know, he did request a trade. He wanted to get out of there. You know, he stayed a, a bear, and now he's out. Uh, I think he goes to a really good situation. Baltimore really adds a lot of depth to that defense now that, oh, my God, Roquan Smith is now the lead tackler this season. He goes to Baltimore. He's going to add to that tenacious defense. We're going to talk about Baltimore a little later, but uh, adding Roquan Smith is definitely helpful on defense. But we're going to talk about the Ravens a little bit and what what could happen to the Ravens this season because we'll talk about what what happened to them. It's it's not good. Uh, I'm sure everybody knows, but we're going to say, you know, the Ravens, come on, pull through. Robert Griffin III saying they can do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna foreshadow they can do it without a star wide receiver. We'll see. He says uh, Robert Griffin III. I'm pretty sure he said that they can make it to the Super Bowl. They could be a contender. We'll, we we will find out when I talk about it. T.J. Hawkinson going to the Vikings. A trade that I never thought would ever happen. It's rare to ever see an intervisional trade, but it happened. Um, and the Vikings get TJ Hawkinson filling that void at tight end after Tyler Conklin. He's no longer there. Finally getting that somewhat presence. Kirk Cousins now has Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, KJ Osborne, Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson. That is a set offense. we we'll are talking about the Vikings in a little bit, um, but I'm excited to see that. And I know I talk... I'm not the hugest Kirk Cousins fan, but to have TJ Hawkinson for him, not really to work out. I mean, he's a really good tight end that he's a really good tight end. So I'm curious to see how he will format himself and formulate into a really good tight end over there in Minnesota. Bradley Chubb goes to Miami uh, for Chase Edmond and a first round pick a few other picks there as well. Uh, But Bradley Chubb, that that's a, is a signal that not only do the Broncos feel as though we need to prepare for next season uh, because this season is over That, that, that's, that's exactly what that says to me. You know, the Broncos, unfortunately they, they look great on paper. I mean, Hey, I'm at fault too. We all talked about it this off season. I talked about the AC West. It's really only two teams now, the chiefs and the chargers, the Raiders and the Broncos kind of have fallen off. You really look at it and you say, Man, you know, what happened? You, I mean, we'll talk about the Raiders in a minute, but you look at the Broncos and you say, well, they got Cortland Sutton and, and Jerry Judy, and we know what happened to Javante Williams, but Melvin Gordon, um, a solid offense line, great de- top five defense, which we've seen this season. It is really good. But Russell Wilson, you know, Geno Smith, we're going to talk about him later in the show. He has a resurgence. Are you kidding me? And Russell Wilson sits there in Denver and can barely pull off two wins. That is something... Um, that I did not think would happen. I'm at fault for it. A lot of people are, and expectations were high, and they just haven't met. And, I mean, there's been rumors that Nathaniel Hackett's going to get fired. Just a lot of problems in Denver. Luckily, they were able to get the win last week against Jacksonville, maybe save some things. But just truly tragic, the, the some of the stuff that's happened in Denver. Uh, never thought I would have gotten to this point. But we'll talk about rest them later. Ch- uh, Chase Claypool, as I mentioned. William Jackson. Calvin Ridley we talked about. Um... Yeah, let's go back to the Chase Claypool thing really quick. So the Bears, first of all, awesome trade by the Bears. I mean, I know Chase Chase Claypool from Notre Dame. And to get Chase Claypool, he's so dynamic. And listen, it's not working out in Pittsburgh. Uh, Ben leaves. Big Ben leaves the team. You have a little bit of a switchover. They haven't really found the quarterback this season. Kenny Pickett is playing. Uh, And now Chase Claypool gets a fresh start for himself. There's a lot of they had a lot of drama over there and in, in Pittsburgh. Uh, remember last year with all the other stuff, but all the TikTok videos and all that jazz. So he gets a new start, but the Bears get a like a really good wide receiver. Uh, Chase Claypool is a is a speedster. He will go down the field and get that ball. But not only will he do it, he's a runner too. Like you get on the end reverse rounds or or end of rounds and and through the middle. And Chase Claypool is dynamic. Something they didn't have in Chicago. I'm so excited to see him in the Bears uniform now he would have looked great in Green Bay but apparently their value was not good enough they should have offered an extra why don't you offer something extra guys hello Green Bay hello why didn't you offer anything extra because you need first of all if I'm Green Bay at the trade deadline I'm calling up every team and asking you where's the white sign Odell Sign out like go get a wide receiver. Why is this a problem every year with the Packers? I mean, you you literally got rid of Devontae Adams and you're going to sit here and tell me that you guys are OK. Clearly not. And we'll go over that in a minute. But uh, Calvin Ridley was available. I know he's not going to play this season, but still like there's, you know, a fifth and a fourth. Are you kidding me? The Packers gonna do anything to help them. Ridiculous. The The Bears literally just gave up a second round pick. That is all. That's it. That is it. The Packers couldn't offer up a sixth-round pick with the second. I mean, they would have got him easy. Um, listen, I, I know picks. You could just say whatever you want, but like Chase Claypool is value. That's talent. And you know, sometimes in the draft, you don't know what you're going to get. Like, I'm, like the second-round pick that Packers had this year, Christian Watson. Like, where is he? You know, I, I, we'll pull up all those stats in a minute. But I, I am just baffled by the fact that the Packers uh, could not get anything again at the trade. Then, like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, like. He's trying his all right now. He is the team. You are a running team. Aaron Jones has literally carried this ball 98 times for over 500 yards. Aaron Rodgers is running around like a maniac. He's got 17 sacks on him this season. Um, and who do you have a wide receiver? Alan Lazard, 340, 26 receptions. I mean, Romeo Dobbs is the next guy. 296, 30 receptions. I know Romeo Dobbs, but, you know, it's not, these aren't prominent. These aren't prominent. Like, none of these guys you think of are number ones. And uh, where's Christian Watson? 12, 12 targets, eight receptions, 60 some odd yards. I mean, you know, you never know. That's my point. You never know what's going to hit in the draft. So to get a proven player or somebody who can, at least you can help out and be proven is you, you, their talent is there. And the fact that the Packers don't go after it, it just doesn't make any sense. And I don't understand why every year they're fighting the final. It just, I don't, I don't understand. Somebody explain that to me. Someone from like the Packers organization come over here on the show. I, I, no disrespect. I'm happy to like, happy to talk to you guys. Just really, I'm so curious, so curious. Wh- why, why, why have they not made any deals? Like the the season is going downhill right now for the Packers in Green Bay. They're supposed to be a good team. The defense, everyone was looking for them, and they're just absolutely falling apart. I want to know what is going on in Green Bay because that's ridiculous. I, I, they they should have made some type of trade. They didn't, and the Bears literally got him for a second-round pick. Unbelievable. I mean, this is going to help the Bears out tremendously. Their top wide receiver is Darnell Mooney, who I think is really good, uh, but he has 364 yards, 44 targets, 25 receptions. I mean, they they are a running team. Uh, em and Justin Fields, they tore up the Patriots you, should, you know, with all the running games they did, all the uh, quarterback schemes and, and, and run schemes they were able to pull off of them. So hopefully that helps them with their identity a little bit. Uh, moving on from that, though, because that's just a crazy situation for me. Um, Jeff Wilson. I think Jeff Wilson going to Miami's are awesome because they, you know, they get rid of Chase Edmonds. Jeff Wilson comes in. You think you have Raheem Mostert building that San Francisco mentality and of course, Mike McDaniel already knows him. I like Jeff Wilson. I think he's going to get a nice start over there in Miami. So for a fifth round pick, I thought that was awesome. Calvin Ridley provides so much value to this Jacksonville team. I know he's not going to play, but that is that's great for Trevor Lawrence for his development in the future. Calvin Ridley is a number one, and I'm excited to see him when he when he gets back. Uh, Fenton going to the Falcons absolutely needed. He fell off a little bit for the Chiefs, but he's a really good corner. So I think he will hop out the Falcons and the Bills swap Naheen Hines and Zach Moss. Interesting trade there uh, gives the Bills a little more dynamic at running back because they don't really have it. I thought James Cook would take off the guy who they drafted in the third round. Dalvin Cook cousin uh, did, or is a cousin of his brother? Uh, one of the two. Uh, excuse me. I am you know, I apologize if I'm wrong, but um but Zach Moss goes over to now they get that hard nosed run back in Zach Moss, who where Jonathan Taylor is not practicing. So they're gonna get depth there. Naeen Himes comes over. We got Devin Singletary, the pounder, and then you got Naeen Himes coming in to run the uh, pass attack, run the ball, and other stuff like that too. So getting a little more dynamic with both teams which is a solid trade there. Um, but just some weird things like the like the Chase Claypool thing totally throws me off. Uh, not because Chase Colba went to the bears because of the pack. It's just like the Packers. Like what, what are you guys doing? Um, excited to see the Vikings and Bradley Chubb going over to Miami just is a total signaler. And on top of that, I wanted to mention the Raiders, like, uh, while we're still in the segment, before we get to injury and more news, um, the Raiders, like what happened to you guys? I believe they have what? Two wins this season. Are they two and five? I don't want to miss. Yeah. Two and five. So what, well, I mean, what, ha- what, ha- what happened to the Raiders? I really thought they were going to be really good, and they're not, and it's not good because they began the season 24-19 to loss against the Chargers. Then they lost against the Cardinals, so they almost won, lost against their, uh, the Titans, beat the Broncos, which is a given, I guess, at this point, almost beat the Chiefs, uh, beat the Texans, and they just got totally beat on by the Saints. Uh, I don't know if I said they beat the Texans, but they beat the Texans. Uh, so they only have two wins. Like, what happened? Like, this was supposed to be a superstar team. They brought over a bunch of guys, and – just it is not coming their way. It's it's, it's very very strange. I, I had a lot of high expectations for this team and it's just not coming together. Uh, so the Raiders surprised me. The Broncos surprised me. Two teams who I you know am at fault for. I give them high expectations and they're not succeeding. That's where I'm at with that. But let's get to injury and news. The Dolphins and Bradley Chubb. Uh, they came up today with a new deal. Five years, one hundred nineteen million dollars, sixty three million dollars guaranteed. Michael Thomas is out for the rest of the season. Thomas has played a total of 10 games this year since his breakout. Uh, no, he's played a total of 10 games since his breakout season in 2019, uh, where he had 1,700 yards, nine touchdowns, only 10, oh my goodness, 10 games. 10 games since 2019. I believe he missed all of 2020 season or 2021. One of the two. Uh, Brandon Cooks is injured. He won't play. They're play- uh, the Thursday night game is the Eagles and the Texans this week. So he's not gonna play again- in that game. Uh, but he was on the trade block. They, I was wondering what's going on with Cooks. Texans were trying to trade him, couldn't get anything for him. Why? Because they wanted a second, and I believe a fourth for him, and no teams were willing to give up that value for Cooks. Cooks wanted to go to a playoff contending team. Not happening. He stays with Houston, uh, so they're going to have to work out that, but he's not playing this week. Uh, but Cooks, Cooks is, is injured and he remains on the squad. Rashard, we're gonna talk about the Baltimore Ravens so bad. The, the Rashard Bateman is out for the season. He will undergo foot surgery. Brutal, brutal, brutal loss for the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. We'll talk about that in a minute. Chase Young will return to the Washington football, uh, excuse me, Washington Commanders squad. Uh, so he will be activated back on defense. Let's talk about a few things here. Michael Thomas, first of all, um, that's crazy. 10 games. And and I knew this beforehand. I don't know why I'm just like freaking out now when I'm reading it. Just when you reread it, it's like, wow, really 10 games. Uh, but t- just I I can't believe it. He's a superstar wide receiver and he hasn't been able to on the field. That is just really, really bad luck. I, mean, I feel for Michael Thomas. You know, I really hope he gets better. But man, that's that stinks. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Been wondering what's going on with him. And, and now he wants to trade out. Can't get it. But let's talk about the Ravens. Um, so. Baltimore is a really, really interesting team because they're on top of the AFC North right now, five and three. And right in behind them are the Bengals at four and four, Browns at three and five, and then the Steelers are two and six. Uh, but the Bengals, I would say, are right on their heels. That uh, I don't think they're too far off. But the Ravens, man, I don't, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand the Ravens right now because the same thing as it's like the same thing. They're like the same thing as Green Bay. I don't know why I repeated that, but they're the same thing as Green Bay. Uh, they don't have a wide receiver presence there. They don't. Uh, let's look at their past couple of games because I've been freaking out with the Ravens. Like they're they're a good team, but they're not. And imagine if they didn't have Lamar, this season would be over. You need to pay this man, pay Lamar Jackson his money now because he is carrying this team. It's true. Uh, I can't. I, you know. I mean, they offered him money, he didn't take it, but like you gotta find a way to keep him because he is that team. There's no way they get five wins without him. So they beat the Jets in the beginning of the season, okay. They almost beat the Dolphins, a crazy game, but they lose that one. Uh, But they beat the Patriots. But then after that, let's just forget the first three games. They lost to the Bills by three points. They beat the Bengals by just two points. They lost to the Giants by four. They just beat the Browns by three, and they just barely beat the Buccaneers by a touchdown. So what does this say about the Ravens right now? That these games are close, the defense is keeping them in them. I don't. I don't really trust the Ravens defense right now. They do get better with Roquan, but Roquan Smith. We'll see where they go. Uh, but the Ravens, I, I just had their stats up before, and they're not good at wide receiver. Uh, the the leading guy is Mark Andrews, and the third guy was was uh, Rashard Bat- Rashad Bateman. You have Mark Andrews. Your running back situation is pretty on off right now, um, which is not good. Lamar Jackson leads the team in rushing, and Lamar Jackson is your quarterback. So the the, the Ravens have to find a way to establish them, themselves. I know they're winning games in other ways, uh, but the Ravens, they have to find a way. They, 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 they just have to. I, I don't see them winning this season without a, a number one receiver. I know they've been doing it. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, Isaiah likely has come through a tight end, which is nice. He had six receptions, 77 yards, and a touchdown against the Buccaneers. Gus Edwards broke through, uh, I believe, a couple of games ago uh, when J.K. Dobbins has been out, uh, but I, I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't trust it. Uh, like, how long can you sustain that? I mean, I know Lamar is running around like a maniac, but I mean, come on. I mean, are you going to pay him or not? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. The the, the Ravens thing is, is, is so confusing to me. It's like the same thing as the... Um, I guess it's not because they have been going out to get receivers. The Packers is a whole nother story, but the Ravens—they're such a, a talented team. They have so much talent; they could be Super Bowl contenders. And and the injuries and and the de- la- lack of depth always seems to find them at the end. I just—that's something I can't comprehend either. And then you know I don't want to talk about the Jets this, this week, but we are—we're going to talk about them a little bit. I wanted to branch out a little bit, but I mean Lamar has five hundred. In 53 rushing yards, he has 75 attempts. Okay, the man has thrown for 1600 yards, 235 attempts. He does everything. Everything. Pay him. I mean, the next closest guy who runs the ball for Baltimore has 251 yards, and his name is Kenyon Drake. I mean, he like literally came over a couple weeks ago. Come on, Baltimore. Uh, You know, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to disrespect any of these teams. Uh, I'm not trying to say anything bad about these teams, but like he does a lot for this team. And without him, they really have nothing. Uh, so that is my spiel on Baltimore. I'm really worried for them the next couple weeks. Lamar, p- please stay healthy. If you want this contract, stay healthy. I mean, I think you'll get it anyway because you are this team. But Lamar is going to be pulling a lot of weight. Uh, I don't know what their schedule looks like upcoming, but it, they Lamar is going to be ending up doing a lot of this work right now because he... He just does it all. I don't even have to say any more than that. Let's look at the schedule. Let me stop stalling. Let's just public the schedule. Uh, they have the Saints this week. Then they play the Panthers, the Jaguars, the Broncos. Oh, that's an that's easy schedule for them. Uh, then the Steelers. Oh my gosh. Uh, Browns, Falcons. Oh, maybe they'll be fine. <laughs> Jeez, wow. Look at that. Maybe they can win this season without a, uh, a wide receiver. Maybe I'm wrong. Time will tell. But Lamar is his team, and uh, oh my gosh. Well, they could beat the Jaguars for sure. May and the Panthers, they could match up to them. They've been surprising me a little bit. Saints, I don't know. I think they could beat the Saints this week. Uh, the Broncos, definitely could beat the Broncos. Steelers, not a match for them. Uh, Falcons, sure. Well, that's interesting. This is going to be an interesting schedule for the Ravens. But how are they going to perform against high-level teams? That's a pretty easy schedule in the, in the playoffs. We'll see. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust it right now. Let's move on to our next segment, Game Previews. Here we go. <laughs> Let's give a little standings read. Right now, I believe the Houston Texans and the Eagles are playing. I could totally look that up and see who's winning, but it won't matter because I won't know who won by the end of the show. So what's the difference? I'm sure that – oh, it's a tie. Oh, wow, look at that. In the second quarter, it's a tie. Uh, Let's go to the standings read. In the AFC East, 6-1, the Bills sit on top. The Jets lost to the Patriots last week. Unfortunately, they sit at five and three, second place in the AFC East. But then it's the Dolphins five and three, and the Patriots are four and four. That division is close and tight. The AFC West is not five and two. The Chiefs sit on top. Four and three, the Chargers are second. Three and five, excuse me, three and five, the Broncos are two and five. The Raiders are at the AFC North. We just mentioned it: the five and three Ravens, four and four Bengals, and you know it. Three and five and two and six Browns and Steelers, respectively titans sit on top of the afc south five and two then it's the Colts at three four and one jaguars two and six and the texans one five and one uh, then we got in the nfc the eagles it is no longer the nfc least i don't know what we call it but it's the nfc uh, the eagles sit on top undefeated we'll see who knocks them off are they undefeated for long will the texans win i don't know because we're recording this show right now so i can't answer but they're 7-0, oh, Cowboys 6-2, Giants 6-2, and, and the Commanders are 4-4. Four four. Taylor Heineke is taking this team up the hill. In the NFC West, it is the Seattle Seahawks. I got to do my power. I got to redo power rankings because this is crazy. The Seahawks are 5-3, and three, number one in the division. Never would have thought it. You can hear from me. I apologize directly to Seattle. They are killing it this year, 5-3. and three. They're rolling up the stakes. 4-4 four four, the 49ers in the second. Your Super Bowl champions are 3-4 third place, and the Cardinals are 3-5, bottom of the division. NFC North, Vikings 6-1. Packers, oh my gosh, 3-5. Bears 3-5, and, and the Lions 1-6. NFC South, where are you, Tom Brady? Because the Falcons are 4-4. Four four. Buccaneers 3-5. Saints 3-5, and, and the Panthers are 2-6. That is your standings read. Let's get the game previews now. This week, I want to say... So I already picked Philly to win this game. I'm going to, we don't, I rarely ever do this on Thursday. So I always miss this game pick. When I say it now, I don't know who's going to win. I don't, the game is going on. I'm not looking at it. So I'm going to go Philly. Just, I don't even say anything more than that. We'll just see what happens. Let's get into the next one. The chargers are away at Atlanta this week. Well, Atlanta. Hey, they're playing pretty well. I mean, they got a 500 schedule, but you know, that division's is not very strong. Could they get the win? I'm going to go chargers this week. Um, I expect Justin Herbert to have a regain after the bye and. Um, Chargers are just a stronger team. They have lost like a couple pieces there in 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 Los Angeles, but I'm gonna go with Justin Herbert. I trust them, and uh, I'll be surprised if they lose this game. Uh, Miami will take on Chicago. That should be an interesting game because I really love the ground and pound of Chicago right now. I'm gonna go two on Miami. Tyreek and Jalen wild. I think they're too much for Chicago, and Miami can get that win. Um, if I had to say scores on these games, I don't know. Maybe the Chargers can win 38 to 30. Uh, I, I, I don't know. The Chargers defense is kind of wonky this year. They uh, they got blown out by the Jaguars, I believe, which was surprising. Uh, so I, I didn't really understand that one. They uh, Texans came close to beating them. They scored 24 points on them. Seattle scored, uh, beat them 37 points. So, I mean, the Browns almost beat them 28. So I think it's going to be more of a closer game when you look at it as a whole. Uh, but I do think the Chargers can get the win here. Uh, when you look at Miami and the Chicago Bears... Uh, I'm not I'm not really sure where I could see this going did uh, well I know I'm gonna take Miami but I don't know where really I could see the score going two is finally back so I mean they've been on and off they beat the Steelers a couple weeks ago then they come back and beat the Lions I think they can get the win against the Bears I'll go I'll go 27 21 Dolphins win the defense is actually really good in Miami so it might be like 20 it might be 27 17 uh, but but I, I trust Miami we'll see what happens once Chase Claypool gets in maybe they can get a better offense dynamic over there in Chicago. But uh, Cincinnati will take on Carolina at home. Uh, I think Cincinnati can get the win. Carolina, I know they've been able to get wins of, as of late. Uh, they did lose against the Falcons, but man, I, I got to take Joe Burrow and Cincinnati. How could I even possibly take the Panthers? There's just way too much stuff going on. I'm surprised they even we're able to get a win against the just, just shows how disastrous the Buccaneers are. Uh, but I'm going to go Cincinnati. I think that's clear front uh, Cincinnati. I think they can get the win here. Easy, man. 31-17. Uh, that, that's what I'll give out to that. Cincinnati gets the win. Uh, Green Bay and Detroit, this was kind of hard, uh, really hard, actually, because I actually ended up picking Detroit non-consciously, and then I really thought about it. I was like, well, what about Green Bay? Uh, because Green Bay has not been playing well um, as of late. And Detroit, they can put up points. Uh, well, they were in the beginning of the season. And, um, you know, I want to say I want to say Detroit, but it just doesn't feel like it. I feel like this is a game where Green Bay can bounce back, and Detroit's not really as good as I thought. So I'm going to go Green Bay. And if Detroit can somehow hold this, hold hold the Packers, well, they have. They beat them in the past, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. I won't be surprised if Detroit wins this game. But I'm gonna go Green Bay. I Think it's gonna be a close game. 28-24 Green Bay. Uh, the Colts will play New England. No, uh, Sam Elgar is gonna play. No Matt Ryan, as we know. Uh, Mac Jones. They beat the Jets last week. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Uh, but um, the Colts. I can't see them win this game. Uh, I, I think New England, Bill Belichick, they know too much about young quarterbacks. They're going to take them down. They're going to play strong defense. They're going to run the ball. They're, they're, they're going to score points. It's it's going to be a, new, a classic New England win. I'm going uh, New England at home. In Gillette Stadium as well. I'll, go, I'll even go 28-10 New England. Buffalo will take on the Jets. Uh, something I didn't want to talk about, but the, the Bills will get the win here. The Jets streak is over. Uh, they need to find a way before the bye to get a win. If they can somehow win this game, I will be I will be so happy that we you will you will hear from me. You will never end, ever hear the end of this if the, if the Jets can get this win. Um, but that would be awesome. But I go to the Bills and this just a Super Bowl team. I, I still think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl this year. Bills all the way. Uh, Bills might win this one. I think it's going to be close. The Jets usually keep it close with the Bills. Uh, so I mean, eh, I'm going to go 28-21 Bills. Uh, the uh, well, I might get a hand but we'll see Minnesota will take on Washington with the newly acquired TJ Hawkinson I gotta take Minnesota I know Washington's been playing well Taylor, Taylor Heineke but I gotta take Minnesota there's too much firepower there too much on defense Minnesota's just gonna get the win 31-21. Minnesota. Las Vegas will take on the Raiders. will take on Jacksonville. Did La- Raiders have just been both teams have been kind of bad, but I think Trevor Lawrence and that team's is developing well. Doug Peterson's been doing a good job. I'm going to take Jacksonville in on this one. Uh and I it's just I don't know. The Raiders are kind of unorganized right now. And I'm gonna just, I'm just going to take Jags right now. Uh I think it's going to be a close game. I honestly go 24-23. Weird score, but that's what I'll throw out of there. Uh, The Cardinals will take on the Seahawks, taking the Seahawks easy. It's weird, weirdly enough, I usually go by quarterback strength and Seattle has Geno and the other team has Kyler Murray. But Seattle's just been on a high roll. Their rookies have been playing awesome, Tariq Woolen. And uh, they got in the fifth round and Kenneth Walker. Uh, They've just been playing amazing. So I got to go Seattle here. Geno Smith has had some type of resurgence. Incredible. As a Jets fan who knew him years past, for him to come back, I'm actually really proud of him uh, and really happy for him. But this is crazy. Geno Smith looking good. Five and three. He's got Seattle on top. Uh, so yeah, I'll go Seattle on that one. I don't know if I give it a score, but I'll go 24-17. Seattle. I don't know what's going on with Kyler Murray. They might win. He does a lot of weird things, but like he runs around the pocket and scores. Like sp- runs fifty yards and still scores. Crazy. Uh, but I'm gonna go Rams. Tampa Bay. I'll take the Rams. Tampa Bay is all over the place. The Rams. I just believe in them more. Uh, they're a stronger, more whole team. Tampa's all over the place. I don't. I, they have. A, I don't know what is happening down there in Tampa. I'm going to take the Rams, 28-17. Tennessee will take on Kansas City. No Ryan Tannehill, I don't think. Uh, but Titans have always struggled against the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chiefs easy. They're going to run up the score. It might be uh, 40 to like 20. Uh, but I'm not going to go. I'll go relative. I'll go 38-27 uh, Chiefs. And then Baltimore will take on New Orleans. No Rashad Bateman, but no Michael Thomas on the other side as well. Uh, but they still got Alvin Kamara back there, Lamar Jackson. And it's, it should be an interesting game, uh, but I'm going to go Baltimore, have to. Uh, and I think Baltimore won, and it should be close. New Orleans has been keeping it close the past couple weeks, but I'll go 28-24 Baltimore. Those are the game picks this week. I got Philly, Los Angeles Chargers, Miami, Cincinnati, Green Bay, New England, Buffalo, Minnesota, Jacksonville, Seattle, Los Angeles Rams, Chiefs, and Baltimore. So that's who I got this week on my game picks. We'll see how that one rolls out for us. Uh, a little bit of a short show because it's me today, but next week we'll be pumping it back up uh, with a little longer. But uh, I'm going to go final thoughts for the day. I want to talk about Quinn and Williams. Congratulations to Quinnen Williams being defensive player on the AFC side of the month. Quinn and Williams has been crushing it for the New York Jets. I believe he has four and a half sacks, uh, maybe eight tackles for a loss. I'm not really sure. 23 tackles total. I know that. Uh, But Quentin Williams has looked great this season. He's fast, a huge guy, plugs up the holes on defense. Really proud of him. Geno Smith. Wins Offensive Player of the Month for the NFC. He has over 1,200 passing yards, I believe 10 total touchdowns or more. And he's looked great. He's brought Seattle to five and three where no one thought they were going to get. Everyone was saying get a quarterback, including me. They didn't. They stuck with Geno, got rid of Russ, and look at them, five wins in the uh, in the start of the season. And Garrett Wilson brings home another Pepsi belt for the Jets. That's like six this year or maybe seven. The Jets rookies are railing them in. And I believe Kenneth Walker for the Seattle Seahawks and Tariq Wool in the corner for Seattle Seahawks both won Rookie of the Month. Congratulations to them. That is an incredible defeat. And the Jets and the Seahawks rookie class this year are absolutely amazing. Uh, So hats off to the rookies, the the way they have been playing this year. Uh, Great, great classes, the great, great finds, great gems these both teams have have been able to pull. Uh, But we are wrapping up to an end on this episode. Hope I can keep it lively for you here. Uh, I know it was a little bit of a shorter episode, but... I'm always happy to keep rolling uh, a little bit of a shorter episode, but I'm going to see if I can get some more graphics out this week. That should be fun. So I'm gonna, I got some more stuff to work on, but show wise, I think that'd be it. Uh, I'm still working on the previews for Arcadia Lacks. Uh, so I'm curious how that one, I got to reach out again and make sure we're, we're going through with that. Uh, but thank you for joining me today on another edition of Jake's takes. Of course, I'll be back next Saturday, to provide more of my takes. Uh, remember to visit Tunnelvision Sports at tvsportsmag.com and our Instagram at TunnelvisionSports underscore and our Twitter account at underscore TV Sports. Don't forget to follow Jake's Takes Instagram account at Jake's Takes TVS for everything you need. Podcast wise, and my contact email, of course, is sjake at TVSportsStaff That's sjake at TVSportsStaff dot com. So join the show, ask questions, request an interview or feature. Um, listen, guys, get on here. I'm happy to have anybody. Let's let's talk sports. I mean, and, and if you're if you're a student athlete, I'd love to talk to you as well. Uh, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, follow button, leave a like, comment, rating on the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. I'm Jake Serrano signing off. Thank you once again for listening. Remember to keep up with all your sports needs with Tunnel Vision Sports, a positive shift in sports media. We get it popping, me day and night.